the vibes mm-hmm. absolute vibe this is that early summer vibe right now man this is that like drop top yes. cruising yes. we've been yes. getting that sun all week eh? oh mm. man mm. this song's been on repeat yo shout out glass of water this song's called blame me featuring idris lawal yo this guy does not have a lot of tracks out right now but i'm telling you coming hard sleeper eh? sleeper it's a sleeper mm. yeah but this wait is, on it what you said is perfect. wait on it this this sums up what summer's gonna look like? Yes, sir. Let's get vaccinated, get life back into normal again, and this is what this is what life might look like. You know, you're going, you're going Yo. for that hot girl summer, yeah? Hundred <laughs> percent. Why would you not? La- last last summer was uh, you know. Yeah, man. We gotta make up for last summer. Yeah, right? man. Yeah. We only get two minutes of summer living in Toronto. That's a real. Yeah, it's That's a real for fact. real. It's a right. quick. It's a quick little. It's a quick little thing here in in the city. You know. Yeah. We don't get much of it, but when we do. Man, Toronto's, Toronto definitely knows how to, to live lit. up the summer, you know? Yes, sir. Patio Vibes, yes. OVO Fest, yep. Caravana. Yep. Mm. Man, we missed on all of that last year. Are we getting so, it this year, though? Probably not. Probably not. Mm. Probably not. We'll see. We'll save it till next year, but you know? But what you do get is, it's the After Hours Show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> East FM. You know what it is. It's another Friday night. Uh-huh. This is Matt. This is Cypher. And it's your boy Prodigy. Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? What is going on indeed? We got another one today. And when I say another one, like, it's like DJ Khaled's another, <laughs> another one. Another one. Like, with the emphasis. <laughs> another one. A big show tonight. We got another dynamic duo in the building. Yes, sir. They go by Tuza Company. Yes, sir. Consisting of Kiwi and Zabe. Yes, right. sir. East to West. East Connect. to West. That's right. A Maja duo, actually. These um, guys These guys are big time, man. We got we got a big time duo in the building tonight. Once again, we got Tuza Company, the Toronto-based duo themselves. Gentlemen, mm. how's it going, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? We're How good. We're good. We're good. How are you guys? Good. Good. Same old. I mean, but yeah, like we were talking earlier, tough times. <laughs> still trying to do us, though, you know. Yo, yeah. tough times, but the boys at Tuza Company have still been delivering all year long, and there's nothing but more to come from these guys. If y'all don't know, this duo is uh, composed of uh, both Kiwi and Zabe. You know, both the rapper and producer in Kiwi and the rapper in Zabe. Gentlemen, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves to the crowd for those who don't know who you are. Um, I'll take it first. Uh, I'm Kiwi. Uh, I'm a producer rapper. Uh, I mainly step my love is production. But um, uh, after meeting Zabe, I'll say for sure, like um, my love and our passion for rap definitely grew after that. And here we are. We're just trying to make some good music, good vibes together, I guess, you know. That's and, uh, much it. I'm Zabe, a rapper, songwriter. Um you know, hailing from the West End. It's funny, we tell people Yo, West End. Oh, no way. Yeah. West, West End, end, <laughs> West end and East End link up. Bro. There it is. <laughs> so the first time I actually met Kiwi was funny. I actually met him at uh, a wedding I was doing. Okay. And this guy was, uh, he was there playing playing uh, the keyboard for someone else who's singing and doing covers. Expose, and expose. <laughs> <laughs> My guy's out here and he's like playing the keyboard. And I'm like, and he, he was there and he's like, oh, he's all chilling. It was all good. You know, it was, it was all good vibes just waiting for the wedding to happen this guy pulled out the keyboard and he started playing and i'm like yo whose mans is 
this. Like, this is pure talent. You're the you know? magic so, touch, eh? Yo, 100%. And then one of my boys was actually a barber out in Scarborough, too. Shout out G Cuts one time. He, he actually yes, put sir. on, he put me on Kiwi before I even heard Kiwi at that wedding that day. We were, I was getting my hair cut, and this guy, like, he's like, yo, there's this guy. He's like the homie. He's from the block. Like, yo, you got to listen to this, yo. Like, it's crazy because, you know, he loves hearing that local stuff in the clubs yeah, and stuff. So he's like, yo, yo, you got to you gotta hear this. And then he went ahead and played that one of Kiwi's beats. I can't even remember what it was, but yo, it was insane. So obviously you had talent from this, from the Scarborough to begin with. And, you know, you you had your notoriety to start with. So how did you link up with Zabe? How did you guys find each other from the West End and the East End? And then how did this story even start, really? But before, well, Honestly, okay, where, yeah. where in the West End, though? I yeah, where in the West End? <laughs> yeah, 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 good point. Getting that validation. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm in Mississauga, bro. I'm oh, right. okay. All right, all right. Okay. Dodge the bullet. Borderline to borderline. Welcome to East FM's. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, boys. Go ahead. My bad, I missed the question. <laughs> like the, how'd you guys end up linking? Yeah, up? How, how'd you guys meet? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yo, yeah. this is the crazy thing because we always talk about this. Like me and Ms., me and Zabe are a year apart. Like uh, he's a year older, I'm a year younger. Ninety five, mm-hmm. ninety six, I uh, ninety four. Mm-hmm. Sorry, and uh, we pretty much met at the same post secondary, like at the same time. Like he started uni, he dropped it. I started uni, I dropped it. Yeah, and we both showed up at Centennial College for a music program at the same year. Wow, and the, and the craziest part about that yeah. was like, we're the only South Asian guys in that program. Jeez, one okay. so happened to be a rapper, one happened to be a producer. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so exactly. Kind of felt, like, yeah. Weirdly, like fate, like yo, that's the universe in action. That's crazy, um, it's like it's like whether you know you whether you know what background that person is from or not. Whenever you see another brown person in a room, this 100%. that energy is there. You know, because yeah. the, the it's sa- not sunrise. <laughs> yeah, and the thing yeah, is exactly. yeah. uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's not enough uh, enough of us that are like going to that next level to make our our skills like prestigious. You know what I mean? Yeah, sharper these the tools, two right? went uh, out of their Absolutely. way to go to get an education in the music mm-hmm. field that they want to succeed in, basically, which mm-hmm. is crazy because yep. you don't see enough of that. It's funny because like I tell people a lot of the time that's kind of my litmus test for people. Mm. If if you're willing to put your soul out there and like really like passionately chase an art to the point where you're like I want to go to school for this. Yeah, and I'm not saying school is the only route. Obviously not. Hundred percent. It's just. It, there's anyway, a, yeah. it shows it, it shows the right? dedication, like I guess, right? Yeah. And so, like honestly, from there it was just uh, we uh, I guess we talked about our interests. We a lot of our music aligned, like our taste in music, I would say, like really aligned. And then at that point, we were just talking about making the music. Uh, and I would say personally, myself, I was developing at that time. So mm-hmm. to really develop the craft and also find someone that's you know in love with the music that we're making, and that that really drove myself. I would say for sure, and that's. Honestly, where it started, I think we dropped like a track, uh, oh, one person featuring the other person type of thing, just to like you know, get a little taste of the field. And Sauce then, the crowd like, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Or test ourselves, I guess, at the same time, right? True, sure. Um, and then, yeah, before we knew it, we decided to join up as two. Yeah. So before we get into any of your music, let's uh, let's break it down. Uh, Kiwi, you decided to go with Kiwi, and Zabe decided to use his own <laughs> yes. name here. So we want to know why you went with Kiwi, Zabe, why you decided to stick with your name, and then how oh, you guys came up with two as a company. Um, all right, well, for Kiwi, honestly, like, this is a question that goes all my life, because at work, I go by Kiwi, at school, I go by Kiwi, everywhere it's Kiwi, but, uh, it's just, like, when I, when I moved here in from, like, UK and shit, I moved around a lot as a kid, came here from UK at, like, seven or something, British accent, don't really, can't really pronounce my name, apparently, uh, Kirishan is my actual name, and I'm, like, Kiwishan, Kiwishan, and all this shit, yeah, yeah, and, my cousin, my cousin looked at me and he's like, "That's jokes, Kiwi." And then I don't know for some reason it stuck. That, that, that's actually a pretty crazy story. So technically, 
It is your name. Yeah. It really is my name. We actually had a low key bet going on before you guys came on <laughs> <We> here. <did laughs> what the real yeah. Tumblr name was behind <laughs> Kiwi. Yeah, yeah, I said Kitty had it. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not wrong with the W on that one. Yeah, you got the W. Yeah, probably got that one still. It was also something we were already, the reason that conversation took place, because we were already wondering, you know, how this name came up. And then, like, we talked about Zabe using his. Zabe is, that's your real name, right, Zabe? Just to confirm. No, so it's actually like, I would say this is like the second half. My, oh, my second. actual name is Shazabe. Okay. Oh, Shazabe. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. So uh, like pretty much what happened was back in high school, back when I actually started making music, there were a lot of, you know, back in the day where everybody was like, oh, you got to have a, a name, like yeah. a rap name. Yes. It has to be different than what you're doing like in real life. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you realize that like the authenticity isn't there unless you're me. Yeah. Yeah. So eventually I was just like, yo, what, what is the cleanest way for me to do this? That it, it just, it represents me as a person. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, it's just my name, man. So I just, I just cut it short. Cause a lot of people can't pronounce Shazay. You gotta, you, you gotta respect that, bro. Yeah, you yeah. stick with your, your, your it's name. You. Yeah. It is you. It is. There's nothing that can change that. Yo, happy, Save the one, bro. We, we just had, you know, we just had Mother's Day. You know, happy Mother's Day to the mothers out there. You know, that's the name our moms gave us. Take it and run, fam. Take it and run. And then you two together, two's a company. How do you guys come up with that one? This is actually a crazy story. So one of our, uh, our mixing engineers, last year teacher, our mentor, uh, legit Lewis, Chris, legit Lewis. Shout out to you, bro. Yeah, uh, he was. He's actually one of the big reasons why the Sandrides became what it was for us at the time, which is our debut EP that we dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember one day prior to us actually having recorded the tape, we were sitting outside of Legit's studio in the parking lot saying, yo, I know we're making this tape and, you know, we're doing this, but what, what are we going to go by? Like, it doesn't, we didn't really have anything, right? At the time, it was just Shazam and Kiwi. Like, right. <laughs> like, this is not really a package deal over here. Yeah. Uh, and we literally sat outside, I think, for maybe like an hour and a half, maybe two hours almost after our recording session was done for one of the songs. And we were just shooting out names. And then eventually we were like, you know what? We wanted it to be something that was unified. And it, it meant something that when two people come together, it's bigger than them. Mm-hmm. And that's why. And it was kind of like a play on words of like two's company, three's a crowd. Yes. Uh huh. But it was like, Two is a company of men. Like, uh, it, yes, it yes. wasn't like, it wasn't like two the company, three is a crowd. It was like, we're like a company of people. Like, this is a, a yeah. conglomerate. This is a man. business now. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, because that's a gangster name. Oh, two is a company. Like, is like, it's super gangster. It's a gangster name. Yeah. Like, Slow, bro. Saying the, there's no room for a third at all, though. <laughs> <laughs> they might not leave that door open. We're through the crowd. We're through the crowd here, you know? No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't take that away from you guys. <laughs> but yo, let's let's get into uh, the the sunrise. The sunrise mm-hmm. it speaks for itself, right? Like I think I, I think I made the reference er- earlier. Is that is that where it came honestly, from? honestly, like exactly like you said it, it yeah. kind of like because we looked at each other, we're the brown guys. <laughs> yes. Um, there's a there's a little I, I know Zay would attest to this. There's a little redacted word. I'm not gonna go over it, but there's a redacted <laughs> word yeah, yeah. in the album tape, and that's kind of I guess I know Zay personally has had experiences where you know been called yeah. this almost like. Mm-hmm. almost racially you know almost mm-hmm. in a negative way and yeah. so so to take that and we were kind of like yeah we're gonna flip this on the end and mm. like all, i mean all we really knew at that point is we have eastern influences we got western yeah. influences we really want to show that we're up we're up and coming and yeah, yes yes powerful, yo we, you, wear, you wear your heart on your sleeve that's that's what's up man mm-hmm. exactly so, man that one was just felt like really abrasive i guess in a way but also we just wanted to get that out there like 
we're on the come up. That's really what it is. Yo, and you guys on the come up for real. Before we even dive into that album and uh, talk about it a little bit more, I want to go ahead and give the audience a little taste of uh, this EP that was released back in 2018. One of the first ever projects that came out of the Tuza Company camp. And this song right here, it's called Run That Check. Mm. And man, after you hear it, Y'all definitely gotta run that check for the voice. <laughs> Once again, this is Run That Check. It's Two's the Company live on After Hours 102.7. Here we go. Check, run that, run that money. Give me that peso, give me that. Robin and Nero, give me that. Smashing it safe like piggy bank. Cat will see those hundred bands. Run that money. Run that check, run that, run that money. Run that money. Run that check, run that, run that money. I'm illegible as a common man, literal. Matter of fact, I'm a liberal. Never catch me invisible. Set my status in stone. Never move me, my principles come with danger like critical. So I stay with you. You that don't shit ain't mine. Feel like you gotta watch that. I just let it go like a dead bloodline craving for time back. I'ma come with a whole bag in the empty and scream, where the hell is the cash at? If I don't get it, I'm slaying these kings. Taking the thorns and tossing them all back. Bitch, you cannot crawl back. <laughs> Savage be happy, I'll think about taking a break or two Until that moment, I'm squeezing and choking Every ounce of energy from this year, proof. You don't fuck with Killjoy Run me my check and dip, boy, blah Forgiveness on a Bitcoin Then I make a Steven, shit don't stop Ah, give me my dues, respecting the view Pay me the balance, so I'll come with a tool Come with the truth and I'm talking to you Run me that check, oh, he got me fucking insane Spreading the pain through my lungs and my veins in the rain Slowly I gain, had to take time off to be better Now I'm on my seats, let the run in the bed where the don't stop Tell the cowboy he cannot pop Robbing the banks with the bags drop Homies gon' talk like it's this watch Automar from my ma, she got more time Sell a project, make it hot and now they all want your time I guess I never sued the dog with this business I just never wanna listen, this shit my from the beginning Ain't no label, make me mammin' All that cash that they be yappin' Killjoy stompin' in the door Make sure all I'm money comin' is that Give me that peso, give me that Robin and Nero, give me that Smashing it safe like piggy bank Cat will see those hundred bands Run that money Run that check Run that, run that money Run that money Run that check Run that, run that money Give me that peso, give me that Robin and Nero, give me that 
smashing it safe like piggy bank. Count one cientos on the bands, run that money. Run that check, run that, run that money, run that money. Run that check, run that, run that money. Parentheses on my spread out some chaos like entropy. Or you gon' see the beauty in the pain. Fenty by Robin, only wrong with my comment. They say your company defines you. That's why we got the mob Once again, ladies and gentlemen, that was Run That Check off the EPs. The Sand Rise now streaming on Ooh. Spotify and everywhere. And once again, that was by the boys at Tuza Company. And that, they're running that check. That song uh, gets you on, uh, get on a nice wave, if you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> Five yeah. minutes of pure gold, man. I like that, you like that bar right there. Run that paper like Dunder Myth. Shout out. Yo, yeah. <laughs> Shout out the office one time. Shout out like the, yeah. the Michael Scott Paper Company. This guy's supporting the ops out here. <laughs> <laughs> that track, like that track, is is just a teaser to how the rest of the EP sounds. In mm-hmm. the sense that the production, it takes you on a wave. You know, like yes. I find that it does you do take this, you on a wave. And the thing is with this EP specifically, the Sunrise, the way it starts, it's like one solid project, yeah. from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a top to bottom is. listen for sure yes yes top to bottom you gotta start at the top and listen all the way through that's how you get the full experience of this album yeah 100 percent. Sure. so boys why don't you talk to us can you can you break this album down to us like how did the click uh, the creative process start for this because obviously this was your both uh both your first ever uh collaborative you know pieces of work that you yes. put out uh at least in the form of an ep so how did that really come about yeah it initially started with the way kiwi and i work and the way our workflow really goes is a lot of the time we'll be sifting through a lot of beats when we start our session so kiwi will pull up something i'll freestyle something i usually have to have my phone ready to go and just record whatever the hell comes to the top of my head you know Mm -hmm. immediately and then after maybe like sometimes five minutes sometimes ten minutes we just move on to the next song Mm. or the next beat and eventually what ended up happening was especially for sunrise we were doing this a lot in in the whip you know we just drive somewhere scenic, park up. Yes. Or just dropping beats. Keep we just start dropping yeah. beats and we just start freestyling on stuff. And eventually yeah, we started to see like a lot of the things were moving synonymously and there was like a har- a harmony moving between the songs that we started to see like a visual picture being formed throughout the album. And there there really is like a storyline that we had while we were creating this. And that's why I, w- I actually really messed with the fact that you guys said that it needs to be listened to from top to bottom yeah. because it it really was made like that mm-hmm. it's it's like a synchronicity if that's even a word you know what i mean like yeah, it's, just, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> right. yeah. it's it's it, it man i don't know man. i don't know how to ex- i don't know how to put into words like the first track on it just you, you don't notice the tracks change to be honest yeah. if, you're, if you're into the album 
Yeah. And mm. the sound is, and it's great to hear, hear that it like it was almost created in a car too. Because when you're driving and you listen to the album, like you don't realize that you're yeah. going from song to song because everything is just flawless. It's a yeah. flawless. It's a little eerie to oh. be honest with you. If, if that if that's the right word, yeah. you know, not not in a, in any way negative at the all. But like is. it's just the vibe. It's just mm-hmm. it gets you into this zone, and you're just in that zone to the end. Hundred percent. But this this can't like this is this is crazy though because obvi- obviously you guys only met by chance, but then two guys you know the universe put together end up making a sound like this that just. It just sonically booms, yeah, you know. Like it's it, you can't write, you can't make this shit up. Yes, sir. It's like this. Mm-hmm. This, this is like a, a Yeezy and a Hope kind of. You know? <laughs> Yo, that's that's crazy that you see that. That's crazy that you see that. Like, there's multiple throne references in our songs. It's insane. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yes, we, we've noticed. We've noticed. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I, see that, I, see I love it. I love it. So, so run that yeah. check specifically, right? I mean, this song is sitting at 17,000 plays on Spotify right now, well above all the other songs. So what was it about this track that really, um, you know, excelled on the album and, and threw it through the roof the way it's moving right now? I mean, like, like Zabe said, like we didn't, we didn't make anything with the intention of, a, like, I guess a lead single or anything like that. We were kind of making a bunch of tracks. They all somehow kind of cohesively fit in the same uh, universe i guess mm-hmm. um and then with run that check it was <laughs> i think it was more zabe can correct me but i think it was more closer to the end of the tape like we were like making that mm-hmm. um like like it was more so in the second half of like figuring out what we're going to place and that track really like i don't <laughs> i don't know what it was like it was even while making it or on, until after the fact we were playing it back we realized oh shit like this actually has replay capability i guess you can say yeah um yeah. and that's what like kind of sat with us and then obviously like a push like when we we said we sent it to the made in toronto takeover um and stuff like that just random radio play we're just trying to like reach out i guess and mm-hmm. uh that like getting that kind of play and any kind of push like that that was definitely like really cool and threw us in the right direction i think gave us hope you know you hear your track on the radio and that's like okay like this is possible <laughs> this is yeah, yeah this definitely is genuinely possible right yeah, and I mean, there's a video of you guys circling on the internet too, of you guys performing this song live too, right? I believe it was at, was it DesiFest? That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, uh, I forgot what exactly the function was, but it was a DesiFest related event and uh, uh, they kind of had us up there and we got to just go ham for run that check. It was, yeah. it was wild for sure. Yeah, and I mean, to be able to perform like um, a song off one of your, such an early project, right? Like your debut project really, uh, and to get, that much notoriety to be able to get the opportunity to perform it like can you talk to us a little bit about that how did that opportunity really come about i think with that it was uh probably instagram and just kind of hearing through like hearsay i guess um i know like uh for like like the organizers of daisy fest and all that they'll probably stay tuned with a couple of uh yeah. people that are i guess in the same network i guess you could say you know definitely um, we met a lot of these people like um shout out to like sean and Janssen and all these guys like we all met them and it's kind of the same circle, I guess, of upcoming Toronto or like I wouldn't say upcoming. Those guys are right. doing it up, but you know what I'm saying, Toronto artists, you know. Yeah. And uh, definitely like that. I think I think I guess it was through there that we got that opportunity, and um, they definitely heard the tracks, and uh, they wanted us to kind of do something new. We did unreleased, and we did run that check, and it was I, I don't know, it was, it was really cool because yeah. the energy of the whole time was just kind of like stagnant, I guess, and. It was really fun to see a crowd hype up like that for something 100%. so different. Yeah. If I was there, I would be hyped, bro. Run the check. This track is just for me. It's like uh, I love like tracks that you can kind of like get in the groove with. You know, mm. for me, it's like Kanye West can't tell me nothing. You're like, ah, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. And then with this, with this, we're out like here. Run that money. Run that check. Yeah. You know we're feeling it. It's definitely you, a motivation. Yeah, when you feel it, it's like a whole different game, bro. Right. That's what it is. You got you. You were able to touch yeah. the audience in, in a different level that you can't even explain. You know. But like that. That, that being said, it, it got you. So this EP, this first output, 
first very debut output of Tuza Company gets you on the main stage, you know, gets you into these yeah. into these That's events big. and you're performing, you're meeting yeah. other, other artists. What's that like? Like, did you did you guys were you guys taken back or like I know you said mentioned a little earlier too stagnant, like things were stagnant. Was it stagnant after you made the music, put it out, and then it wasn't really like churning, I guess, until you realized that it was actually working? Or how, how did that how did that happen? Um, I, I wouldn't say like that. I was it was it wasn't really. Stagnant, I guess it was also like our output. Like we're we're working on it. We were we were in a sense honing our craft while yeah. I guess simultaneously releasing it. So mm-hmm. like you guys we were talking about earlier, like testing the crowd in a sense. Like right. we were we did it as our separate identities, and then we decided to mm-hmm. come together as one identity. And then we were just kind of seeing how it was going. Meanwhile, like we were trying to cook shit. Like oh sorry, cook stuff. Uh, two <laughs> years ahead of its time. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like we were trying to whatever we're trying to release now and stuff. We got beats that were cooking from like two years, three years back. Definitely. And um, that's really like what it was. It was just kind of okay. This is our place and time. We're gonna drop it and see it. But otherwise, um, I guess it was the motivation though for sure. That's definitely something that gets added. Like you start seeing people recognize, or even just people in the circle and around you that um, are genuinely appreciating this music and the people that you respect or taste them. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And so to hear ourselves, you know, more and more out there, or people showing up, we threw a listening party for this album, and yeah. people showing up there, they're hearing the track for the first time, and they're vibing like that. I was like, okay, like okay. Th- those were the things that genuinely pushed me insane for sure. Yeah. yeah. And you know, the Sandrise was kind of like a springboard for us because after we dropped the tape, like <laughs> one reason I think we were stagnant was because we were immediately like, we kind of see the vision of what is to come mm. from what we can do now, um, especially having garnered the attention from everybody. And you know the love that we were getting. Yeah, it was out of our scope of understanding at the time because you know when you're not really in that space and you, when you're not really in the headspace, you're kind of just creating art to create art. You're not really looking at it as I want. I want to get this result from that piece yes. of art. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. You're looking at it as this is just a piece of my soul that I want to put out there mm-hmm. because I believe in the art. That's it. And mm-hmm. so to to get that reception that we got, it all of a sudden opened up a lot of doors for us. And the next two years after that, we really just spent honing the craft like building on music building like our vault is enormous right now because mm-hmm. we sat down and just built you just and, said that uh, eh? yeah. <laughs> he just he just you exposed your first <laughs> so would you would you say that covid has been advantage to you um with uh, being at home and being able to produce more stuff or have you guys uh, uh maybe lost out on some opportunities that you could have seen projected uh, happening in 2020 think it's a, like i definitely think it's more so that we got to work for sure like it's a more positive thing um as much as like we can take away from this kind of tough times right like we were talking about but um we got to actually like you know a lot of other things are kind of canceled and pushed back right, and sure. no more priorities just because you can link or family and all that kind of commitment so right. honestly all we could do was just work like earn our living and also come back and link up and make music so and you know we we, yeah. we really we really believe in one thing for sure and it's that we don't we don't rush anything. If if one song is going to take three years to make, we we spend that three years to make it because we're we're very meticulous in our process. And I think with COVID, we realize that like just as an extension of that of that philosophy, pretty much that yeah. we can't rush anything. Anyways, the world is slowing down. It doesn't mean we have to slow down our music. Yeah, so that's or, very important. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, it sounds like one, you guys, you guys are perfectionists, and two, there's a method to your madness. And if it doesn't check off the boxes, it's not seeing the day. You know, and, day and, yeah, these guys sound like they just bounce off each other when, like, hundred percent. Like even this conversation, for that matter, you know, e- even, <laughs> even the sunrise, right? The sunrise came out in 2018, mm-hmm. and then yeah. the next outputs, like at least looking at your Spotify discography, it's 2020 is them men, and then you you bring STFU and then Vince for this year for 2021. Mm-hmm. 
and I think like after hearing, if anyone hears Sandrise, I think you can tell that the amount of like work and intricacy goes into your music. I, yeah, I, yes. it, it makes sense that it doesn't happen mm-hmm. overnight. But do you think is that what it is as well too? Like you, you know, use the first album as your you know, honing your craft and then in this in between that time until 2020 when you drop your next output what happened there like, this is what, what i'm trying to find out. like what where's there's a gap you know yeah like a lot of our growth i would say in between that period was creatively mm-hmm. um in in the music mm-hmm. uh, we expanded our horizons in a way that in the beginning we weren't really pivoting in that direction especially with the sunrise you'll notice a lot of it is a lot more lyrical a lot of it is a lot more kind of grungy kind of grimy music definitely yes 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 we went from more of like that type of a vibe to more of like a a seasonal kind of a time-based thing like just based off of our emotions because like i said earlier how we make music is we just toss on something and the first thing that comes to our head we'll record it because yeah i feel like that's from the soul that's from the heart you know Mm -hmm. and a lot of what we were trying to build towards was to show people that sure we can sit down and make something for three years and or, or you know really think about the bars and really think about the production and the way that the arrangements are going to be. But we can also sit down and, and just vibe to something and be like, hey, this is what we were feeling at the time. This is what we wanted to get across to you guys. And I think honing that part of our music was harder for us because we hadn't really explored our creative differences at the time. Mm. Um, and in between that time period, it took us a, a while to really hone into the right frequency where both of us were vibing to the same thing. And, you know, riding off of each other at that point where we were bouncing back and forth with our ideas. And then it really turned into a different beast from that point forward. So I would say actually like 2020 to to now is really where our explosive amount of creative growth has happened. Mm -hmm. Funny enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fair Which to say. Which can be too. seen as well, of because course. Yeah. Even that, even those songs that you put out in between, all have like you know various different sounds. You know, it's, you're showcasing mm-hmm. your your versatility is what it is too. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And speaking of 2020 and uh, the new vibes and the new sounds that the boys have been working on, this next track you want to go ahead and play right now is called "Them Men." It's self-explanatory in its own <laughs> description itself, as well as the vibe. So we're gonna go ahead and play this track next. Once again, it's called "Them Men," and this is to the company live on After Hours 102.7. More of the interview when we get back. Them in a hard boy, way with the top boy, ain't with the problems, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's on my checklist. My man's on hold when I let this go. Toes on road till I get this. Blood ties on ends to the day I go. Bottom of belt of fame. Why we gon' switch up today? No matter the paper we change. Bet you that still we the sins. Them in a hard boy. Way with the top boy. Ain't with the problems. Yeah, yeah. Been through a lot, boy Came up with nothing Them in a hard boy, yeah, yeah Them in a hard boy Way with the top, boy Ain't with the problems, yeah, yeah Been through a lot, boy Came up with nothing 
bottom for sure. Kicking in bell on the oar. Cross running Christian Dior. Ain't got them threads, we got on couture. Motherland still got us popping on road and the men from my oak, they be on me for sure. Grind to the moon and be darker and asking, you know that the melanin popping on Lord. They ain't got no hits that we had them doors closed on office, you know that we Jimmy them fuck. All of this pity that we got, we shut that shit down and we made something bigger than luck. So who the fuck got any me? Set examples, we hotter than tea. They wanna come ride with a team. You know all this shit is not free, yeah. Them in a hard boy. Way with the top, boy Ain't with the problems, yeah, yeah Been through a lot, boy Came up with nothing Them in a hard, boy, yeah, yeah Them in a hard, boy Way with the top, boy Ain't with the problems, yeah, yeah Been through a lot, boy feeling themselves with this one. Them in a hot boy. They want no problems, fam. Yo, it's Two's the Company. That track is Them Men. Streaming now on Spotify and everywhere. Go check it out. Absolute vibe. That's a ride, I would say. <laughs> let, let, me, let, me, let me just ask you this quick, Kiwi. When you, when you make these beats, right? I don't. I, I'm not a producer. I don't know anything about <laughs> what goes into it, how how beats are made, right? Yeah. But I assume that you make the beats based off the bars, and then the chorus, and then, you know, you just repeat that again, right? Mm-hmm. But your beats, and tell me if I'm wrong or not. But do you just make the whole beat like from the top to bottom? It's all different. Like it's just a ride from without, like one minute to yeah. the, like those zero seconds. Without to leaving minute. out, without leaving out, obviously the uh, the love for our Tamil bands with their subs, you know, because the thing boosted, it's boosted. But am I am I right in that sense? Like, is that the process? Like, is the whole beat a whole work of art, or it, it not these loops? I don't know. Just explain. Um, no, like honestly, there are there are different ways. Like uh, like I would say my main. Uh, like 80% of my work is I'd say like four to eight bars. Like it's, it's like a loop in a sense where I'm just making, I'm adding drums, I'm adding melody, whatever it is. Um, uh, and then at that point, um, like, let's say a hook comes in or something like that. Like I get that chorus, I'm getting the idea. Um, usually again, vocally when we're doing stuff, me and Zeba usually bouncing off those ideas. So at that point we would be trying to get some, uh, honing on the melody, I guess that Mm. the the catchiest melody, the the one that we really like to our vibe. Um, that Mendo's funny enough is like literally the most, (laughs) undone beat it's like four instruments or something and it's like like sending that to a mixing guy and then sending another track after where it's like 55 stems is is atrocious like i feel bad for him but it is, like, Yo, that's, that's it is like that man was legit like seven stems or something and it's just like a couple instruments but that that's what it was like like you catch a vibe you like you said you make the beat and then you get that hook or that melody or whatever and then you're kind of like okay honestly this might just be enough for this and uh yeah. Yeah. And then after that, honestly, it's not done already. It's I listen to that. I've got the vocals, and then now I'm like, oh, I'm hearing stuff in the back now. I gotta add some shit and add some stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's all good, man. It's yeah. all good. So, is there ever a point where like you you put in a bunch of things and then you like you sleep on it and be like, Yo, oh, I've added too much things on this. Like I gotta every it. time, yeah. bro. Like that's if you ask Zabe, like to be honest, before I met him or going onwards after when we we're making music, that's probably a time where I would just every idea I've ever had is on this beat right now. And like, <laughs> yeah. it, it sucks when I'm someone like, I'm, I'm kind of like someone that likes a lot of melodies and stuff like that. And I'll just be having 
an overload of it. Whereas melody party. When I, yeah. yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> like every three seconds, you got a new thing to catch it to catch on to. Whereas like when we, when we talk with Zay and we're trying to make a song, like when a, when a writer has to come to a song, there's something else that you got to add to it. And yes. Zay will probably speak on that better than me, but for him to say, okay, I see potential in this or there's enough room for me to hop on it. I think that's really where like, I'm like, all right, cool. You know what? I got to stop here for a bit. And then mm. just to kind of keep things moving, you add stuff later and whatnot. Okay. So it's, it's really like a piece by piece type yeah. uh, structure you guys for are working sure. with. Yeah, so, sure. so Zabe, I know you, you said, um, you know, like transferring over from or moving over from uh, the previous EP over to what you guys are doing right now. Um, there was a difference in terms of approach. You know, you guys are going by feel, going by what was kind of happening at the time. So this song obviously came out in 2020 and we're talking about trying times now. And 2020 has been one of the most challenging years for, <laughs> I think, everybody and anybody. Uh, so why don't you talk to us a little bit about what was the vibe at that point in time when you made this song and, and why did you choose to release this song specifically in 2020? So this was actually a, this is a crazy story because this whole song, like recording wise, I think we banged this out in one session. Jeez. Um, I came, I came to the stoop. Kiwi had already got the beat ready. And a lot of the time Kiwi and I will, will create in different ways. Like a lot of the time Kiwi will have a lot of stuff that he just produced. Cause you know, he's a producer. That's what he does. He just sits there and cooks all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when you know and he, he like brilliant guy like so many ideas you know are always flowing so sometimes when i come and he knows that he has something that i'll mess with heavy he'll drop it for me randomly and i'll just be like okay say that, say that. this is fire <laughs> give me 10 minutes so like, <laughs> this, this song like he had the hook and everything like ready to go basically you know uh i came in i Jeez. heard the hook i said you dummy this dog let me just <laughs> yeah real quick Yo, school of Zabe, eh? School of Zabe for that. No cap. <laughs> like, straight, straight up, I like, yo, doing anything vocally or whatever, yo, we legit. Like, I had to kind of, I w- I w- I've been in the booth with this guy where I'm like, yo, I'm not happy with this take. This ain't it. I can't rap. I'm giving up. <laughs> and then to like a point where I'm recording my own hook and then this guy's coming in like, yes, sir, verified. Let's do something on it. Jeez. Yeah. Give you the blue check mark. Yes. No, 100%. And you definitely need that, right? I mean, I think you need that support structure, especially if you're in a duo when, like, you know, like it's it's just you two, and like you got to be able to, Yo, take, work, fam. you know, give give flowers where needed, but also, you know, be straight up, be yeah. straight up, and yeah. tell them if something's not vibing or if you know something needs to be changed. So, like, how does that work for you guys? Like, is there any friction at all in terms of you know you're working mm. together at all? No, but we like one thing. Like one thing we definitely stand by is you can never be emotionally attached to ideas. For sure. Mm. Yes. You know, you got to dissociate yourself from the emotions when you're making stuff. When you're creating art, it just other people may have a different visual aspect of there, a different auditory aspect of that art than you do. Nice. It doesn't mean your way is the best way. Yeah, big and, facts. And, you know, one thing I've learned from Kiwi, like first thing I understood about him was his ear is incredible. When he's listening to music, he knows what's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because like he has that kind of classical background where he can listen to like old Tamil songs or old Bollywood songs yeah. from movies and stuff like that and be like, yo, this this horn in the back of this thing, this lead is crazy. I guess it's crazy. You know? <laughs> like, I'm not even hearing this, but, but he's dropping ha- that. So over ever- the years, like we've we've basically just come to a point where if it's hot, it's hot. If it's not, we're just like, nah, yeah. let's move on to the next melody. Yeah, That's yeah. what it is. But has there been times where, where Kiwi's made this beat and, and you initially hear it, you're like, nah, yeah. I'm not really feeling it. But Kiwi's like, nah, 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 we should do it. <laughs> and then after it's done, it, and you guys are like, yeah, 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 we did it. Yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's the opposite way. It's completely. Opposite. That's the funniest part. Um, I, you can ask this guy, like one of the first ones, I would say in our, it's probably still not up there, like, or it's not released, I think, but 
it's like something that we first made that we thought was a solid banker was a throwaway beat. I had like, I, I think I played this guy like probably like 10 beats and like that was on the time I said, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. And uh, I'm like, okay, all I got are a bunch of throwaways. I'm just going to play this. And then this guy was like, holy snap, like we're going to drop this right now. And then like, yeah, so honestly, like this guy convinces me more than anything. I'm, I guess I'm like, I'm a harsh critic harsh to myself, right? That's yeah, all it is. Good. Yeah. That's how perfectionist, you know? I'm curious now, yo Kiwi. Tell me what horn of what song is is something. But but the, this this the thing is though, I, I, Kiwi. I know you love them horns, fam. I I, I like I I know. The, yo, when you hear horns in beats and like any beat, anything, yeah, totally. you, can, you can take the Happy Birthday song and throw some horns on it. Yeah, yeah. It'll be lit, bro. Yeah. So I, I I feel you, fam. I feel I, you. I, I want to talk okay. about that a little bit too. Like a trumpet, fam. Because Zayb talked about. Where you know Kiwi finds those influences in old Tamil songs and you know Bollywood <laughs> tracks and whatnot because I mean obviously both of you guys come from two different cultural backgrounds yes. right and mm-hmm. you know you found your influences and in, in, you know you mentioned guys like Hove and you know Kanye but where do both of your influences really come from you know in terms of whether it's your your lyrical ability or your just like your 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 ability to sense sound right and mm-hmm. uh, and know when something's a vibe like how, how, where does that come from from both of you? Um, Dave, you want to go first? Yeah, so. For me, I think it it stems from a lot of like, like I would say two things. First of all, I was like growing up listening to world music, not just like from our cultures, you know. Mm-hmm. My family's from Calcutta, we're, we're Bengali Indians. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and like for us, it's a lot of like what you would hear over there in India is a lot more like melodically skill-based singing and like, like yes. a lot of crazy instrumentation and things like that. And then mm-hmm. you, when you come to the West, it's a lot more stripped down. There's a lot less... Co- lot less of a, a complexity to the music here right, right? Mm-hmm. um and in growing up we were like my sister introduced me to like rock music and and like stuff like that in the beginning and then mm-hmm. eventually i was just exploring as i was going but my heart was always in in terms of hip-hop it was always an underground rap mm-hmm. like my favorite groups like what back when i was in high school was army of the pharaohs you know feral munch uh, i'm talking jedi mind tricks Vinny paz those, those are the types of people i listen to um so for me, that's why a lot of my emphasis is on the writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's an integral part of of songs nowadays that maybe is missing more. One hundred percent, man. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's, it's, this, this is like no This is like this is gonna be a forever like uh, a, yes. a battle within hip hop that people are gonna always be mm-hmm. arguing with. Yeah, argue, but yeah. you're 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 like the I guess the word for it would be the purest the purest form of mm-hmm. of, of hip hop. This world is fine without a Takashi Six Nine. Oh, I'm not even going there. You know, you can't, like, even, shot, mo- shot. <laughs> even most uh, mo- most like mainstream stream artists would fall under that category yeah. of what what you know, i mean that's what sells nowadays is what yeah. it is basically no, sure. yeah and what about you um, kiwi where does where does your influences really stem from um honestly like same kind of story but in a different way i guess like i, I moved around like i said earlier like a lot as a kid so it's like sri lanka nigeria england Ooh, and wow. then i grew Jeez. up here from like seven eight years old or something mm-hmm. um and like at that point like honestly speaking like people would think like oh yo you listen to african music while you're in nigeria you listen no in my household it was town music through and through right and even then if we were in Nigeria, um, it wouldn't be running Tamil channels specifically. So they'll be running uh, Hindi channels and right. ZTV and all this. So right. my parents would be watching Hindi That's movies right. and we watch all these Shah Khan movies and all this Kuchu Kuchu Hota hair stuff. And <laughs> like, we had everything like in the household. So like all of India was encompassed and it traveled through with me. And then after I came here, straight up just 
It was <laughs> like, I, I got, yeah, I opened like a box, you know, like. Pandora's <laughs> box, box, box. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Box. So, exactly. One to ten left. No, but it wasn't even that. Like when I'm coming across all this Western music now, I'm like, holy crap. Like everyone else knows um, all these 70s artists and like yeah. I, I, anyone you can think of, right? Where Marvin Gaye to anything where I'm coming here, like, oh, that's, is that, did they drop a song right now? I'm going to go listen to it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's how I came across half the OG artists even. So like. It literally, like, I guess in 10, 10, 12 years, I compressed all of that Western art, and I really, like, got to sort through so much music. And this guy said we had our rock phases, our Linkin Park phases, our... Uh, Linkin Park. Uh, shout out Linkin Park. Across, <laughs> yeah, big shout out to Linkin Park. Um, but, yeah, like, anyone across, and then, you know, it really grows, and then I start realizing, okay, I don't have to be just a person that likes rap or just this. I, I like music in general. Right, yeah. Um, and then from there, figuring out what am I going to do with this in terms of what I can work with, right? And like, yo, anyone from, uh, I'll shout out, Yuvan Shankaraja, A.R. Rahman. Mm -hmm. I know me and Zabe, like we were lucky enough to both have A.R. Rahman in our lives, per se. Yes, yes, um, yes. In two different languages. How great is that, right? Yeah, that's wow. <laughs> um, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So we both have a love for him. It, he, he'll start singing a song in Hindi and I'll finish it off yeah. in Bumble and the other way around. Like, <laughs> it's dope. So like, we got to have that. So like, so, like I think I think because we're since we're on it we're with on the Air er, er er you know, there's some big news that's been ha happening recently with you with you guys, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and like that must be absolutely surreal of an experience because like yeah, you, you you're, you're quoting it and like it's something that come in between both you guys, right? This is someone even for us here, you know? Yes. Yeah. Like, like someone who shaped our lives, you know, especially yes. if you're a music head, you love music mm -hmm. and the art, man. Tell us some, tell us, like, you know what I'm talking about. We're, getting, we're talking about Maja, you know? If, <laughs> if, if, if people don't know, who's a company, yes. featured artists on Maja's lineup. And that, yes. for anyone who does not know, Maja's an, an endeavor taken on by Mr. Air Rahman himself, the GOAT. Yes. So, GOAT. So, so how is that how experience? That yes. How does that happen? And how do you guys feel about something like this? Mm -hmm. Something of this epic skill? Uh, blown away, bro. <laughs> <laughs> how do you even fathom, like, yeah, you know man? Like, that, it, it's Holy such a... Like really taking what's happening here for us, it was like, like really taking it in for us was like our like hero or like our national one of our national treasures from yes, both right. of our cultures coming together international like treasure yeah to yeah. the point where like our parents understand what that means yes <laughs> yes <laughs> you know and very I mean? rarely like, does that happen yeah. you know in yeah. the, <laughs> in a how creative path I guess generation yeah. how hard is it to transcend the generation to, to show your parents something when you're trying to make hip hop music yeah. that like yo we're really trying to do this properly and then this opportunity comes Jeez. yes yo that's wild that reminds so, me of what like nav said if you have you guys seen the nav interview where he's like he won he got grammys and stuff but his mom didn't give him credit until he was on the toronto star <laughs> <laughs> so like yo like until your parents can see something that they recognize yes. yeah it's not it's not a it company, has to be within their world right so like how did you guys what happened you, were you guys walking down the streets of india one day on bk and you stumbled upon mr ar himself what's going on here what's the conversation talk to us and, uh, we're yet to meet him i'll tell you that much we're yet to meet him but you know that's god will everything goes in place sure. but mm -hmm. um I, uh Zane, you want to speak on this one yeah man so um we were basically curating a bunch of of music at the time and and you know the past i would say two three years have just been us building a lot of relationships building a lot of uh connections especially with people like you know how we mentioned like sean vincent paul Janssen, mm -hmm. um a, a lot of people that were kind of within that scope of of the culture mm -hmm. um and somewhere down the rabbit hole, somebody had passed on our stuff to, to some of the Maja execs. And honestly, I couldn't tell you how, I couldn't tell you when, I couldn't tell you where, but it was just fate. And 
it just so happened that we got the we got the ring one day and they were like yo you guys want to do this so, so we were like uh yeah. yes so, yeah so who, who gets the ring there's two of you guys <laughs> <laughs> was it a conference call <laughs> <laughs> the joint email you know <laughs> cc <laughs> But like, did they did they cite when they when they approached you? Well, did they cite which body of work that they uh, that they listened to, or or, or was this one um, specific? I think if I'm remembering correctly, it was probably like a bunch of like you know we've like through our friend circle and stuff. They've obviously probably got a couple copies of unreleased stuff. They yeah. really shouldn't, mm-hmm. uh, but they've got it. <laughs> and uh, uh, I guess that's how it got there. But God bless, like it worked out for uh, Jeez, in the man, wild, right? Well, man, it's the universe it's, uh, in action. You know, the universe is in play. Yeah. It's been and in I, places. Yeah. I, I feel like you guys, um, you know, to Zabe's point, you you really truly, I mean, built those relationships uh, and they're organic, right? Because uh, I feel like with you guys and a lot of stories that are coming out of toronto if you're a south asian artist in any way shape or form there is a very very small uh tight-knit community of supporters right i guess or rather artists that like really embrace each other and like support each other and put each other on and like every opportunity there is to recommend any new type of music from the city it's always you know one uh one south asian recommending another south asian in in a sense i guess for lack of better words right so yeah. like how how has that really helped you guys Cause i feel like it, it really uh impacted your your development and your growth right being able to um you know the guys you mentioned as well right yeah. to be able to to keep that circle and to support each other until y'all reach the top together right so how does that really work for you guys um honestly like it was uh, like uh, at first it was we were we were fans of all the all of these guys music like everyone we've mentioned plus more like mm-hmm. um we we keep our ear out we love new music all the time we honestly just like good music so mm-hmm. whenever that comes out we we hop on it right away and like with these guys like sean and everything i've we stayed in tune with them i think i got up put on my friend like a bunch of years back and then you know linked them up and that was like very like a ongoing thing on the side that's the thing like outside of the music it's like okay i met this guy at a concert whatever let me just stay in touch that kind of thing definitely and uh with everyone else it's just through that programs whatever like i know um prodigy was saying something about how we met at the wedding you know like <laughs> like, straight up like that there were many people that were just doing programs like even Janssen, i think i met him at uh playing mirror than i'm at a place while i was beatboxing you know like yeah. that was the that was the whole we just everywhere there's always a i guess a door i guess in that sense and we just yeah. we all talk we all connect um we all share mutual love for music and the culture and trying to get something going here. You know, like we know there's, this is a hot spot for music at the end of the day. It's just yeah, about facts. how to get Gen- it out there. Right? Genuine networking, right? Yeah. Without even having an intention. It's just, yo, be mm-hmm. friendly, make that, friends. Yeah. I think you can add to that, that you don't have to have 100,000 followers uh, for you to be recognized. If the quality is there, yes. you will be found. But but like I think I think this is something I can just throw into this as well too. And you know, with all these South Asian artists connecting, like we're technically when you think about for most South Asians, at least here in the GTA in Toronto, we're first generation, right? Yes. yes. And, and and you know how even at the beginning when we're talking about how Zabe and Kiwi went to the school and we're giving them props being the only brown guys mm-hmm. and probably full Taking of white route. kids yeah. because uh, our our cultures our parents came here to survive you know so yes. they're telling us to become a doctor lawyer engineer we know we make that joke but it's a com- it comes out of survival True, like, yeah. arts it's yeah. always this big like looming will you make it and like the chances are like slimmer than going to school and getting a proper yeah. job you know yeah. what i mean so mm-hmm. i think you, you do you guys think that camaraderie comes out of that 
thing as well too the fact that like you guys are actually out Similar here pressures. doing this you know yeah, yeah. taking music serious putting it yeah, out man. there and going onto this global mm-hmm. last stage you know yeah. <laughs> i mean that's, i think i think just generation just us as a whole like you know we're mil- willing to take on a little bit more risk for our happiness whether that's through music or whether that's cryptocurrency you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're definitely blessed Yo, like, one thing we always say is no plan b's mm-hmm. oh, oh. oh yes yes you know, like, mm-hmm. like we, we committed to this and yes. mm-hmm. we, we already tried the school, right? We already tried the university route trying to get a job and right. doing all this. Like we, it just, we knew it wasn't for us. That's yeah. the reason we left. Mm. And I think taking a leap of faith in yourself is probably the hardest thing to do at that age yeah. where you're not really sure what you want to do. You know, your parents are saying, you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Yeah. What? Or maybe they're saying, Hey, we want you to do this. We want you to do that. And, right. And you're like, should I? Should I be going the safer route or not? And mm-hmm. at some point, you have to choose. Yeah, you want to live life with regrets or just go for what you know. Exactly. That's right. So, yeah. and, and obviously, because we ended up at college together, we we both said no plan B. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys found the right people. Were like, no, no plan B. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, we got this locked. And speaking of taking a leap, man, this next track, y'all definitely took a leap with this one. it's over. It's That's a little honey dip. <laughs> it's a little jump from the free throw line If y'all know what I'm talking about, man yeah. This next song is called Vince Once again, it's brought to you by the boys at Tuza Company We're gonna go out and run this track right now Live on After Hours 12.7 And again, more of Tuza Company when we get back Here we go I pull up and do the damage You know I got this shit Pull up and splash in the rain Cross them all, all of these handers legit I'm fake through the pain and I dish Big man on my side, break the glass and I got a ball like I'm Vince I got a ball like I'm Vince Stay up I got a ball like I'm Vince I got a ball like I'm Vince Stay up Rap she long like I'm Carter Elbow in, I'm a baller I hang like flag at the back door Rap them raps through the squalor Through the poverty and when we're bouncing the ballers 12 feet up, I acknowledge the honor But the blood sweat tears got me way up IOD on the way up I don't breathe or the head us I stay true and I say you got too much to prove Look in the mirror, do you see a winner? I swing in them boots Light them my Friday night, feed them some juice Bring your opposition to their knees If you were born to lose, pull on them strings Tighten that shit about over them rules We do not tolerate Boomerang personalities They'll come and go so we isolate Can I shake us? Mic don't break Do not run up, man, please do not run up Your defense can handle the fake and I jump, so I pull up and do the damage, you know I got this shit Pull up and splash in the rain Cross them all, all of these handers legit I'm fake through the pain and I dish Big man on my side, break the glass I got a ball like I'm Vince I got a ball like I'm Vince Stay up I got a ball like I'm Vince I got a ball like I'm Vince Stay up I got a ball like I'm Vince Pull up and splash in the rain Cross them all, all of these handers legit I'm fake through the pain and I dish Big man on my side, break the glass I got a ball like I'm Vince I got a ball like I'm Vince Stay up I got a ball like I'm Vince I got a ball like I'm Vince Stay up Gotta stay up, focus Gotta lay low, I know this Gotta relax, slow miss Got him on back, my closest Never the one to compete Now we got taste and we fighting for peace yeah. Gotta come back with the heat Hit him and notice and hop on the dream Here we gon' lay back and call all the kids back We put back the team in the throne Royal and talent, two kings in the passion We building up all on our own You cannot run in the whole league Not gonna live up to these streets Never the ones who get cold feet I step on back, I fade away three Just like that, don't play with me Y'all know twos, ain't no one better I shoot range, no free throws, brother Caution the wind, pull up and splashing all around the rim Z got my back even though I ain't missed Through the legs and I take off like I'm Vince huh. 
Well, I pull up and do the damage, you know I got this shit Pull up and splash in the rain Crossing my lord, all these hands legit I'm fake through the pain and I did Speak man on my side, break the glass and I got a ball like I'm Vince I got a ball like I'm Vince Stay up I got a ball like I'm Vince I got a ball like I'm Vince You know I got this shit Pull up and splash in the rain Crossing my lord, all these hands legit I'm fake through the pain and I did Speak man on my side, break the glass and I got a ball like I'm Vince I got a ball like I'm Vince Stay up I got a ball like I'm Vince I got a ball like I'm Vince Stay up Left hand doing all this. Oh, it's, not, it's over! The judges are coming over the table to congratulate Vince Carter. Jeez. This is unheard of. Oh, Yo, we jumping over the table to get over to YouTube to give you that congratulations for delivering, bro. Man. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, that was Vince, the latest single from the boys at Two's The Company, produced by Don The Prod out in the UK. Man, crazy track, crazy Man. verse, mm. and a dedication to the city's own... I don't even know where to start with this, boys. Why don't you guys talk to us, man? Why Vince Carter? I, I want to hear it from your own mouths, you know? <laughs> yo, quick quick thing. Yo, shout out to production uh, Carter Brockville. He's, he's actually, the crazy story about this, he's actually our college mate um, oh, sick. at uh, school. So he, he went to college with this. Um, he's a drummer from school and he, he loved production just as much as I did. And he's like, yo, he had this beat he sent it to Zayv and Zayv bodied and then we're Jeez, here. Jeez, yeah. Anyway, bodied sorry. it for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So Zayv, my bad. Continue on. Vince Carter, please. Uh, yo, this is actually a crazy story, but like he said, produced by Carter. Shout out to Carter. Um, so Carter had actually like posted this on Instagram, on like a story or something like that. And I heard the story and I was like, yo, Carter, are you coming like this, fam? This is crazy, fam. You, you just posted this on your story? Like, this is a nuts beat. And he was like, yo, fam, no stress. Do you want this? And I was like, really? Like, you're going to send this? And I, he was like, yeah, say less. So he sent the beat over. And like the energy I got from the beat immediately was like, this had to be something upbeat and like, like something like you could work out to like really grind. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like really mm -hmm. get like definitely work, work out music, something like that. And I thought I thought there was a funny like situation here where his name was literally Carter. Yeah, yeah, mm. that's so literally like, where it started. Yeah. So I was like, okay, uh, I'm gonna write this from the perspective of Vince Carter, but it's gonna be called Vince. Yo, and man, I, I knew that from jump, that's and I knew that from still. jump. That's some gold shit stuff. The funny thing about it, though, the funny thing about the track was it was actually just supposed to be like a freestyle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I showed Kiwi, and Kiwi was like, "Are you dumb, fam? What are you doing?" <laughs> Yo, it has the vibe, people. Can't it, hide the gold from the vibe. people. It's the freestyle vibes. Straight shooter. <laughs> Yo, this yeah, is straight wild. bars. You know? yeah, is, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, have, I have a question for you guys. You guys uh, plan on uh, having any music videos anytime soon? Because I know you guys <laughs> can body that too. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it sounds like a story here. No, no, no. It's not really a story, but it's just all, oh, man. The tales of a video, man. It's just honestly like, like, like I said, we took this song to try and carve our audio space out. Yeah. God damn, imagine a friggin' video. <laughs> like, and like, we're both like visually, like we, we actually see a lot of things visually and we love movies and all this kind of stuff. So mm. God, like, I guess we set our own bars kind of high, but yeah, yeah. But it's definitely something like at the end of the day, like you gotta, you gotta put yourself out there. We gotta release our music and okay. we really do think there's a zone of visuals that can fit our music for sure. Mm -hmm. It's just about tackling it, I guess. And yeah, for sure. as soon as we get it, man, 
man. It's it's out there for every each one as soon as we can, you know. I can't yeah. fault you guys for wanting excellence. Seriously, bro. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I, I, I want to hear from you guys. Um, you know, why? Vin, although you know his name was Carter, and you guys wrote it from that perspective. What does Vince Carter mean to both of you guys individually? I, I really want to know. Like, I think Vince, obviously, as iconic as he is to the city. He has, uh, like, everyone has their own story with Vince. You know what I mean? Everyone has their own little childhood story with Vince. So what does Vince Carter really mean to both of you guys? Honestly, it was, like, this is pretty much probably our, like, biggest Toronto icon, <laughs> like, at least at that time. Like, yep. like it, it, it's insane to see someone that everyone could almost, you know, you could see a jersey out in the U.S. or anywhere else in the world, and it's, and to see, like, there was no other Raptors jersey out there. Maybe a yes. T-Mac, lucky, yeah. you know? Yes, yes, you're but, right. like, really out there, like, you actually see a Carter, like, that's, he's a face. And, like, you know, before all this era of jersey and everything else post, um, yes, like, there, like, for someone to actually thrive in that day and age on a team that was really new and, <laughs> Right. You know, and this guy really like yo. He had he had his own name for certain things like the dunks and everything. It's, it's an icon, man. Air Canada, man. Mr. We Air Canada. Canada. They gave him after the, yeah, the Air Canada. Canada. Yeah, there you go, he's man. He's a Toronto icon. That's yes. that's really what it is. That's hundred percent what it is. You, you said it the best way too. Before Drizzy, it, I think the closest yeah. thing we had to a face. He shaped, he shaped the culture basically yeah. to, you know, to be what it is today. You guys did justice to the name, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, man, man, I, I want to have another listen to that to be honest. Damn, bro. Run the streams up. Run the streams up. <laughs> By all means, bro. We got you, bro. That that thing's on repeat right now. You know it is. <laughs> and I think this is is this your first uh, output from uh, being with Maja? That's right. Yeah. So this would be our first release, like through joining um, team with Maja. You know, man. Yo, it's so guys it's coming so hard. Yo, give these boys their paycheck. <laughs> 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 I, I want to talk about you know the the, the come ups is Maja too right because you guys are obviously featured in uh, in GQ India recently too so right. why don't you talk to us a little bit about that like uh, w- was it this song that really set you off and then got the notoriety out there or how did the uh, how did the magazine feature really happen? Tell them the blessings, Abe. Tell them the blessings. <laughs> yeah, man, like yeah. <laughs> it was it was honestly uh, through our so through Maja we're and teaming up with AR Rahman mm-hmm. you know shoutouts. The goat. Uh, we've been the goat. The goat. <laughs> the known goat. Uh, yeah. We've been participating in the Yall Fest, mm-hmm. uh, which is which is to come still. Yes. And, yes. Um, within the Yall Fest, uh, we've performed. Everybody has has done their little piece, and and part of our little piece was Vince, mm-hmm. and that ended up getting forwarded over through Maja to uh, to the GQ team over there, and and I guess they really really liked it because they hit us back and said, "Hey, we want to we want to do uh, a feature with you guys." And we oh, were like, damn. Oh, I was looking behind me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no kidding. Yeah, like I guess they like they want to do a feature on Maja artists, and it, it was just it, it was a lot of love for us to be like, yo, like we're still trying to make our path. And as much as people that listen to our music in our own vault and studio might know what we can do, like it's still crazy for someone outside to um, appreciate that. I guess with whatever littles out there already, and so. That was genuinely something really cool that they actually reached out and wanted to feature us on. That was essentially, the other side of the world, right? Yeah, where, where you're, yeah, you're, no. you're sleeping yeah. and someone's listening to Vince going, "Yeah, this is my jam." <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> little do they know the story behind it. You know, That's, exactly. Yeah. My question is, did they get you guys to like pose all weird and shit for GQ? Like, were they trying to get you to like, yo, like you know, like do some GQ men's health? No, yeah. no, it wasn't that. Big. We're not doing that good enough. We we didn't go straight. We got straight Nana. It's funny enough, like, dude, I guess we got the full shoot through Maja. So uh, shout out to Maja for that. Like, um, as soon as we signed out to do our set list for y'all, 
Um, shout out to Gudgeon too. Oh my God, crazy guy. Um, Yo, shout out to Gudgeon. Really Yo, my, 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 I'm looking at that. I'm looking at the pulse. Yo, my guys are GQ worthy, anyways, fam. You know you got, <laughs> yeah. you got, you got you're in the right spot, fam. You know? <laughs> Yo, sooner or later, Say right? One, one way or another. <laughs> so talk to us about Y'all Fest, right? Because this is the first time that it's actually coming up on uh, on our show here specifically. And of course, uh, we want to be able to to raise the awareness across the boards and make sure our listeners are, are tuned in for when that happens because this is a huge sure. project. So uh, coming from two of the artists that are featured on the project itself, why don't you talk to us a little bit about Y'all Fest and what it really is? Yeah, man. Um, it's it's honestly a global music festival. That's I, I've heard that said before to a friend and that's the best way to put it forward. Um, mm-hmm. And again, like this was something that, you know, we uh, I think intentionally is just supposed to have us all in physically in person and actually enjoy a concert but obviously tough times and yeah um, big shout out to maja for still trying to conduct something through all of this and through and through and right. keeping everyone together and running a almost a pretty much a virtual music festival i guess for real um, and we've we've all like there's a huge list of artists and a huge um span of genres i would say and um mostly centered in either chennai india or worldwide after that mm-hmm. um all from i guess the diaspora or of indian culture and whatnot mm-hmm. um and it's or south asian in that matter and uh it's crazy. Just uh, big shouts for them and ARMN for saying that we're going to take something independent and uh, you know outside of the film industry, which is what's so big in India yeah, usually, right? Sure. Yeah, to yeah. say to say we're going to go away from that and you know create a real crowd and audience for Yo, um, independent music. I think that's the biggest love they can show. Yeah. So much art. My guy was not going to leave this area without making something you know like a, a yeah. independent platform before. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Go, go, go! I know that's that's, 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 that's what's up, man. You have to give him the the rating yeah. for that because like yeah. part of uh, growing up with that, you know, that culture, like the Indian, you know, all, even Tamil movies, all that like it's gatekept, you know, that mm-hmm. those movies yes. and that industry is fully gatekept. Definitely. So, sure. regular artists can't just you know as and think about India too, for example. Just think about India itself without looking at the world, the amount of talent in those those billions of people that the are amount there, of culture, right? Yeah. And it's not even getting touched because yeah. things are locked off, it's right? Locked yeah. off. For sure. Man, shout out to Aramon indeed. This is an, yeah, a, a very honorable huge. endeavor, man, and and putting on for guys sure. like yourself, talent across the world that would without a platform like this with, maybe yeah. not getting got, yeah. got your stripes or your flowers you know yeah. with yeah. that i hear that uh, you boys have a little surprise for us like uh, that not even maja has her hands <laughs> on is that is that, is that true <laughs> yeah, this is news to me oh man hey listen this is yeah <laughs> don't uh, love you maja but uh, this is just for the after hours boys man yes, no, I, yes. here we go yes. here we go yeah, ladies and no. gentlemen yeah. we're going to go ahead and put the twos of company boys on the hot seat yeah. they got an unreleased track for us tonight mm-hmm. this song is called Back to Me once again by the boys at Tuesday Company produced by the one and only Kiwi here we go unreleased Back to Me live on After Hours 102.7 peace some things will change for you got way too much to prove I've been away for a long time Just us two Go ahead and stay For the long ride Baby come back to me Please don't turn your back to me Ride by my side and adapt to me Can't just be alone Please no more Yeah come back with me You can ride with the company I just want the world to see It's been way too long Don't go Baggage claim from a flight in the night where she saw the man. Pull up on black like rock with the bandana wrap. 
That was an unreleased track. You heard it here first live on After Hours 102.7. That song was Back to Me by Tusa Company, produced by the one and only Kiwi himself. Bro, you guys blessed us with the hot seat this week, man. Man. Crazy. I don't know if you guys heard it, but you know, those little like raindrop effects, like, yeah. (laughs) I was enjoying that, bro. I was enjoying that. Disgusting on this one, man. My God! Yo, you get snapped, eh? Yeah. This is why hey. it takes you guys like two years between one. No cap. Yeah. <laughs> yo, I, and I don't blame you. If it's gonna yeah. good, greatness is a process. <laughs> well, this song is yeah, soon to be released. We don't know when just yet, but you heard the exclusive right here. And be sure to keep a follow on Instagram at to the company and at Zabe the one. As well as at Kiwi on a wave to keep track with all three of their pages and to stay up to date with the latest songs that are coming out and all the latest projects. We want to wish these boys nothing but success in 2021, 2022, and going forward. Uh, we're expecting nothing but great things from these two. Thank you so much, boys, for joining us. Thank you, guys. It's definitely an honor, man. Oh, Have you guys in? Oh, thank you, guys, man. Honestly, this hey. is big for us and hey, some of the first radio play too. So you know, Yo. yeah, yeah, always yeah, love. yeah. East, <laughs> East FM. You heard that? Zayb, that's what you. Feet open for us, you know, when everything's done and Yo, you get listen, to come back listen. in and play you guys some stuff. You L- know, listen, Yo, this this, real, this platform is always the door's always open for you guys. We want to oh, see man. you guys just prosper and just 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 take it to this next level. You know, we we're here for that, right? Man. Man. And, and, and whether whether we're here for it or not, we, we can probably say we, we got the right people representing the, our culture is what 100%. we can say. Pushing the culture. 
Once again, ladies and gentlemen, that was Zabe and that was Kiwi and that was Two's a company. Mm-hmm. Big shout out to those boys. Tune in next week on the After Hour Show. Once again, every Friday night, 9 to 11 p.m. We got another special guest for y'all. We actually got the team from Pearl Action coming in to talk about, uh, you know, people for equality and relief in Lanka using research, advocacy, and grassroots activism to promote human rights of Elam Tamil people. That's it's cool. going to be a great conversation. Yeah. So definitely tune in. Again, next Friday, that's Friday, 9 to 11 p.m., live on After Hours 102.7. This is your boy Prodigy. This is Cypher. And this is Matt. And we out. Peace. Peace.